0: Crystal Craven, a singer, songwriter, and a worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. John 4 1 4 says, Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize, but only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. As this chapter in John continues, we read that Jesus came to Samaria, wearied from the journey in the heat of the day, and he sat down by the well in which he meets a Samaritan woman. Most people know this account pretty well. Jesus has a conversation with her speaking prophetically when he says that she's had five husbands and the man that she was currently with was not her husband. And then ultimately revealing directly to her that he was the Messiah. Yet it's, it's even before this account with the woman that we get to see something absolutely amazing Now, the Jews and the Samaritans were not exactly friendly with one another, and they would avoid taking roads in which interactions would happen between them. As Jesus was leaving Judea and heading towards Galilee, the common road used by the Jews passing in this direction would have actually taken him around Samaria, not through it. But we read, and he had to pass through Samaria. It wasn't a geographical requirement to pass through, but for him it was a spiritual one. Jesus was told by his father to go through Samaria, and therefore, he had to. And yes, this journey was tiring, because we read that Jesus was wearied from his journey as he sat by this well. But the outcome of his obedience was life-changing to this woman, and he changed the lives of countless others that she later ended up sharing her testimony with. Now, this poor woman, this Samaritan woman, had become an utter outcast coming to the well during the midday heat instead of with the other women in the morning. She had been abused by men. In those days, women weren't allowed to divorce their husbands. Only husbands were allowed to give a certificate of divorce. And she had been cast out by five husbands and now living in sin with another man. Jesus was led to that precise place at that precise time for precisely that one woman he was brought near to a woman whose spirit was crushed and heart was broken not in condemnation but in kindness in love and bearing good news to her she was changed by hearing his words and repentant brought on by his kindness and she became a missionary in her hometown in John four thirty nine through forty one we read Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did, so when the Samaritans came to him they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days, and many more believed because of his word. Well think about this, what if Jesus had not listened to the prompting to pass through Samaria? What if he had not taken that word from the Father with such a strong conviction and instead passed on the road that was most commonly taken instead? Now, what about you? Do you hear the Spirit's voice prompting you throughout the day? Do you feel a strong conviction to listen to him, even if that means taking a path that might be uncomfortable or may even ruin your reputation in this world? My friend, God has not given you a spirit of fear but of love, power, and self-control, just like 2 Timothy tells us. And while you may second-guess when the Spirit prompts you to do or to say something, don't let fear have its way. Look at people around you. Be reminded of the love that God has for them and the love that you too should have for them. Take up your shield of faith, walking by faith, not by sight, and set your conviction to do as the Lord has told you. You never know who you may encounter and the lives that may be changed because of you simply following where the spirit leads you and what he has you to do and say. Now, when we look all the way at the beginning, when Adam and Eve had first sinned and they had hid themselves from God, how did God respond? Genesis 3, 9 tells us, but the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? God pursued them. And ever since that first sin was committed, God has continued to pursue us with the goal and mission of reconciliation unto himself. Do you remember your days before coming to Christ when God was pursuing your heart? Do you recall the people that he used in your life during that process? How differently it would have been had they not been obedient to the Spirit's prompting to go to you. When Jesus met that woman at the well in Samaria, he told her the Father was seeking those who would worship in spirit and in truth and that he was the Messiah in which that would be possible to do. Now that Jesus has ascended and he's preparing a place for us, 2 Corinthians 5.20 tells us we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. If you're seeking to be a good and a faithful ambassador for Christ, you must go where his spirit takes you. If you're open to be a vessel in which God can completely guide and direct, oh, the places you'll go, the people you'll meet, and the opportunities that you're going to have to serve and to give glory to God. So as you take time today to just be still before God, ask, Father, where do I have to go today?